Episode 311, Innovative Teaching Strategies. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Empowering Educators podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here. From every silly mistake to the most glorious successes, you're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, Elite Educators, Gretchen here, host of the Empowering Educators podcast. Whether you are teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, this podcast is for you. And I am really excited to be in your ear talking about innovative teaching strategies today. We are kicking off the engagement series here on the podcast. And so over the next few episodes, we are going to hone in on ways to increase student engagement in the classroom. Why do we want to do that? Because we know when students are more involved in the learning process, their learning outcomes will soar. And this particular episode's unique because it's a collaborative effort with listeners, you guys. And I knew I wanted to chat about instruction. It's my favorite topic. And engagement is something teachers are always concerned about in their lessons. And so I thought it might be fun to poll the audience and let y'all teach each other this time. So you are going to hear from folks all over the United States with what is working for teachers and students in classrooms today in regards to engagement. We'll explore and discuss creative and innovative teaching methods that actively engage students in the learning process. And so without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so let's first hear from Brittany. She's from California and she says, as an academic coach, I have the opportunity to see a lot of different teachers in classrooms. My district has a high level of ELs and I walked into a class that was using a great integrated ELD strategy. Students had an opportunity to read a passage as a class, and then they were told to write down as much of it as they could remember without referring back to the text. And so then students shared what they wrote with their group and added anything they may have left out that a group member remembered. And then they had to reconstruct the text to the best of their ability as a group. And so this incorporated all four domains, reading, writing, listening and speaking. And it was a great exercise that supported the ALPAC test, LPAC, and learning in the classroom and can easily be adapted for any content area. And so the students were extremely engaged. They enjoyed the strategy. She saw students talking with each other, working together, practicing all four domains. And she's really hopeful to see the LPAC scores this year. So thank you so much, Brittany from California, sharing your strategies for engagement and what has been really good for your English language learners. 
Next up, we have Kara from New York, and she says, the student teachers and cooperating teachers I see are using a variety of culturally responsive, sustaining education. We call it CRSE. And these are strategies and practices that connect the material and concepts to the students, such as making the curriculum relevant to the students and building a safe learning environment and valuing lifelong learning. And she said, students are responding well to the strategies when they're genuine attempts to build relationships with the students and connect with their cultural backgrounds, their personal interests, and prior learning rather than something the teachers are just doing to tick off a checklist on their lesson plan. And the students appreciate the teacher taking time to get to know them and take their interests and knowledge into account and have them add to the discussion in the lesson instead of being talked to and looked at as like a blank slate to be filled with the knowledge of the lesson. And then she went on to say the benefits are that students are more engaged in the lessons and the activities that the student teachers and the cooperating teachers are doing with them. And the discussions are richer and they involve more students and their perspectives and students are more likely to participate in the group activities and summary or closure because they feel they are being heard and appreciated as individuals and part of the community of their class. That's pretty amazing. I am so glad future teachers are already learning these best practices so that all students feel safe and encouraged to participate. So thank you, Kara from New York. Rachel from Utah, she talks about the Kagan Cooperative Learning and Hands-On Activities. Some of the favorites that she is seeing and using is Fold the Line with a variety of lineups, Real World Connection Bell Work, booklet, jigsaw, gallery walks with QR codes, variations on speed dating, mindfulness exercises. And she said the students enjoy getting up and moving. And she teaches seniors and they're doing anything that she throws at them. They're just willing to do it. And she says she has much higher engagement rates, more laughter, and class is fun. And she says Visible random groupings has been helpful and vertical surfaces has been great. Allowing students to struggle productively has allowed them to feel safe and supported as they learn. Thank you so much, Rachel. Keep giving those seniors all the love and all the engagement. They're going to go off to college ready and excited to continue learning. Elite educators, listen in real quick. Did you know that I offer micro PD on the go? It is true, just download the Teachable app and browse always a lesson. There's over 20 topics to listen to or watch as you work out, drive to work, or whatever else is part of your daily routine. A little PD a day is going to add up, and before you know it, you've transformed into a new level of elite. Let's learn on the go together. Now back to the episode. We've got JoLynn from Arizona. She also talks about Kagan strategies and PBL, project-based learning. She says most students enjoy the collaborative group work and most students are starting to come out of their shell, especially after COVID. Many were very shy and didn't really want to do group work. Heather from New Hampshire, she talks about the math workshop model. M stands for meet with a teacher, A stands for at your seat, T stands for technology, and H stands for hands-on. And so groups rotate through those activities, 
based on their needs. And she is so excited. All these stations are about 15 to 20 minutes. It holds their attention. Things are going very well. She says she's noticing increased engagement. Um, Specific teachers using this model have a clearer picture where all the students are in the learning process so they can meet with students throughout the week and identify their strengths and weaknesses. That is an, a great acronym, and I do agree with you about the short spurts of learning help keep students motivated to continue going. So thank you so much, Heather from New Hampshire. Debbie from Missouri, she talks about PBL as well, project-based learning, focusing on real-world problems and encouraging students to focus and work on projects that require critical thinking and problem-solving skills. And she says it is going fantastic. Students are super engaged and it helps with connecting teachers and students and lowering behavior problems. That's right, because when students are engaged, there is no need or desire or time to mess around. So thank you so much, Debbie from Missouri. We have Cinnamon from Florida. Again, project-based learning, inquiry-based built on students' interest via a survey. And she said at first they did not like it. They were not enjoying it. But now they've got the hang of it. They're enjoying it. And she said there's more interest in collaboration and presenting, which is interesting. So thank you so much, Cinnamon from Florida. Stefano from California. I have them learn theory directly related to songs that they love. We gamify exercises. They have more fun and they stay with me longer. They learn faster and are enjoying their learning journey. Yes, I think if you know what your kids are interested in and if they're big gamers or they're loving TikTok and all the dances and the songs, teachers should use that to their advantage. If kids are already telling you, hey, I like to do this stuff, movement and song definitely helps process information. Stefano, thank you so much for sharing from California. Lynn from Massachusetts, building thinking classrooms. This sounds great. High engagement and student-to-student discourse. She says students are doing the heavy lifting and having a greater understanding and better application. I think CRSE and SEL, or social-emotional learning, are very important parts of a class and a lesson after the collective trauma of COVID and online learning, and we all experience that. She says we need to include them as part of our lessons for our students and ourselves to help everyone thrive as a learning community going forward. That is a great point about we forget what we have come through from the COVID pandemic and online learning and some of that is still in there for students of feeling frustrated or maybe there's still holes in their learning. And so to be able to really help students learn to think at deep levels and feel confident that they can figure things out on their own kind of rewires the tapes when they felt helpless maybe during those years. So Lynn, thank you so much. Margaret from Virginia. Teachers in my division are using thinking-based strategies. Here we go again, like the ones in the Project Zero Two kit to engage students more deeply in their learning. Students are more engaged, but they're unfamiliar with the level of cognitive demand and that we're expecting. We still need to work to create and ensure safe learning environments. And I like that that's a real reflection, that she's like, we're still not where we need to get. Uh, There's some hiccups happening, but we're moving in the right direction. And then she goes on to say, teachers are being way more intentional and collaborative in their planning, which is so great. That's what we want 
to see teachers doing is not just writing a lesson plan to write the lesson plan, but to think of their kids and be really intentional with what questions they're asking and what activities they're selecting and how they're expecting them to engage with the teacher and with their peers and with the text. So thank you so much, Margaret from Virginia. Kristen from Texas says interactive small group activities in discussion stems increases the level of participation. At first, they were not big fans, but they were beginning to hold each other accountable for their participation. Ooh, I like that. And deeper engagement means deeper understanding and opportunities to clear up misconceptions. Yes, when we get kids talking, we can hear how well they are progressing towards that standard. We don't always need the physical work samples. Sometimes just listening to the words they're using and the level of complexity of a topic they're able to talk about, like how long can you talk about this, will determine how much you're truly understanding and how much knowledge you've consumed. And so allowing the students to talk and have equal amount of time and for the students to hold each other accountable to do the talking, that's fantastic. Keep going, Kristen from Texas. Vicki is also from Texas. She says chunking information for quick sections of class using technology, offering multiple ways of learning. And she says that class moves quicker, they're not bored, and they're staying focused better. She says all the students are able to maintain attention, learning in different modes, and with various delivery methods provides better success with mastery of content. And she just encourages us all to keep being creative. I couldn't agree more, Vicki. Howard from New York, interactive PowerPoint. Use colorful, engaging photos and effects to make your point. And he said, things are going very well. Current mass media has turned most everybody into visual learners. And that's 100% true. He said, oh, look at this. 100% of my students passed the U.S. American History New York State Regent exam. Holy cow. Let's just clap. Howard, take about 100% of your kids. Holy cow, because of what you're implementing with visual learning. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Elizabeth from Texas. She says, small group discussions. Historically, students say this is their favorite part of class. And students spend more time discussing with classmates. This is especially beneficial for emergent bilingual students. That brings us back to the beginning when we are talking about our ELs there. They also are practicing their persuasive skills and practicing how to diplomatically conduct a conversation. Yeah, you want to make your point, you want to sway people, you got to be persuasive. So I love the idea of a small group discussion. Maybe it's a safer environment where students can share without being in front of everybody. And the fact that they're even giving you that feedback, it's their favorite part of class. Let's use that. Kids love to talk. Let's let them talk. And lastly, we've got Mrs. Wells from Tennessee relating topics personally. She says everyone's eager to ask each other about a topic and has just brought such a joy in learning by being able to relate to what it is the teacher is sharing. So I would just want to say thank you so much to everyone that contributed, Brittany, Kara, Rachel, Jolyn, Heather, Debbie, Cinnamon, Stefano, Lynn, Margaret, Kristen, Vicki, Howard, Elizabeth, and Mrs. Wells. We appreciate you sharing what you're seeing and what you personally are using in classrooms to increase engagement so that student learning outcomes soar and students are feeling confident and productive and moving on in their learning journey, feeling like they got this. And I am so proud of all these colleagues who shared these great things. I really hope those of you listening will try some out. And again, thank you 
to all our contributions. And so what's the lesson here? What works for one group of students may not work for the next, meaning you might be this successful veteran teacher of decades and you still get stumped in terms of engagement. So the point is we gotta be flexible and and problem solve is just the name of the game. We gotta continue to collaborate with our colleagues and implement new ideas. The moment you stop trying to reach your students is the day everyone loses. And so as students grow and as society changes, children come in with new obstacles and new interests, and we have to adapt. And the teachers who are willing to adapt to keep kids engaged have a greater chance at successful learning occurring in their classrooms because they're relating to what is right in front of them right now, regardless of what's worked in the past. So your next steps, I want you to try one or two of the ideas that you heard today. Select the idea that sounds the most interesting to you and brainstorm what it's gonna look like in your classroom or school building. And think about, just give an imperfect try and and tweak it from there. Like it doesn't need to be perfect, let's just get started. So don't trash any of these ideas or or any of the ones you've picked and say, oh, it doesn't work. You've got to execute it a handful of times. So whatever sticks, share it with your colleagues and friends, and that's how we're going to get better. In fact, you could share this episode and say, you want to do this with me? You listen, you pick your one to two, I'll listen, I'll pick my one to two, and we'll catch each other up and see how things are going, hold each other accountable. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on innovative teaching strategies in the classroom, specifically student engagement related. Thank you to everyone who contributed. I loved your ideas. I loved your enthusiasm. I love seeing this success in our nation's classrooms. Bravo to you. Now go on and be great because you've just been empowered.